Welcome in to the Free Retiree Show, where we help you transform your life so you can become financially free. In this show, we'll give you the inside track on how to excel in your career, filter out the noise surrounding your finances to help you make smart financial decisions, and we'll learn from thought and business leaders who can help you live your best life. Thank you for tuning into our show. I'm your host, Wealth Manager Lee Michael Murphy. I'm alongside career advisor, Sergio Patterson. What's up, everybody? We are happy to have you. Thank you for tuning into another show. Today, we got a great topic for you. We're going to be talking about credit. I've got a couple requests the last couple months on people that wanted us to go over this topic. So I thought, you know, this would be a good day uh, to go over it. We just had 4th of July pass. I know we were all spending money on food and fireworks. Today, we're going to be talking about credit. I'm going to talk about what determines your credit score. Uh, how do you keep a good credit score? There's a lot of misinformation on this topic. I've heard people say, you know, you got to have a lot of debt on your credit card to have a good credit card score. I'm going to give you tips on how to improve your overall credit score. We'll also be talking about how important your credit score is. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that say, you know, it's super important. Some people say it's not important at all. We'll give you the facts on, you know, what your credit score does. Nice. And we'll also give you two really cool tips on how you can bump up your credit score pretty quick. Yeah, hey, Lee, you mentioned uh, fireworks. How did Jackson do? I hate fireworks. They should be canceled. You know what? Jackson, he's a stud, you know? He, he, he? might be he might be a golden doodle, you know, but he acts like a pit bull. So he he, he didn't even flinch. The fireworks wow, are not I'm a big I'm deal for Jackson the golden doodle. I'm impressed, Jackson. Yeah, but fireworks should be canceled. My kids don't like them either. Um, they're loud, they're annoying, they kept my kids awake, but I hope all you guys enjoyed your 4th of July. <laughs> and also, uh, for today's episode, I'm going to be also going over my credit report. I figured, you know what, this is a good time to do a credit report for myself and see how everything's going. You're going to get to hear about what my experience was like. Will I need to ask Sergio Patterson to borrow some money? Potentially. <laughs> You'll all find out in the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back into the show. Today we're talking about credit cards, what you need to know. But if you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to the show share us with your friends we really appreciate it and if you have any questions financial related career related or legal related yep. make sure you send them to ask at the freeretiree.com so Serge talking credit card today yeah I want to know what has been your worst experience oh, with credit and credit cards Ugh. credit cards are um Probably the worst thing ever created in the history of uh, the world. No, um, no credit. So, I, I'm as I as you asked me that question, I was thinking about kind of the worst experience, and it goes back to college. And I think in college, most of us just don't have any financial literacy. I, I back in college, you know, I, I you know I had a couple of jobs. I knew I you know I had some money, but my parents, I think asked me to either I got a credit card somehow from them or I signed up for one right when I turned 18. You, you shouldn't be having a credit card when you're 18. <laughs> okay? All bad. All bad. 
all bad. Nothing good happened. So I had no understanding of the impact of me just racking up a credit card when I was 18 in college um, would have. And luckily over time, I was able to rebuild my credit, but um, I would just use this card. And I think eventually either I stopped paying it, my parents stopped paying it. Um, I would use it for everything. I remember like I'd take girls out, I'd use it, you know, I'd use it anytime, any chance I would get, I would use that credit card. Cause I was like, ah, you know, I don't have any money. I was a broke college kid. So this credit card was everything until I hit my limit and it's, and it started declining. Yep. That's what so happens. I think the silver lining for me here was it taught me that, you know, you got to be smart about credit using credit cards. And then the other thing is, is I, I really think, and you'll probably talk about this, but there needs to be some financial education either in high school, probably in high school, but before you turn 18, because people can wreck their lives and you'll go into this, but like once you mess up your credit, it is really hard to get it on track. It's definitely one of those things that you do, you don't want to mess with and you got to take it seriously. You know, funny story. I remember when I got my first credit card, my mom, I think I was 18 and my mom took me to the bank and she said, time for you to get a credit card. And then she's like, but this is what I want you to understand. This is like a gun. And I was like, what a gun? She's like, Yes. See, it can be very useful, but you might kill yourself with it also. And I was like, oh. I can <laughs> so, easily picture your mom saying this. <laughs> but you guys that don't know my mom, she's a very scary little lady. So uh, honestly, that was a really helpful discussion that I had because, you know, from that point on, she put the fear of God in me. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is a gun in my wallet. I don't want to kill myself with it. But she explained, she was like, you know, you get in too much credit card debt, you're going to be ruined. And so it was a really helpful conversation. Um, because fortunately for me, I haven't really had issues where I struggled with credit card debt, but I did have issues in the past where, you know, I've had, I probably didn't treat the credit cards the way they should have been treated. You know, one time I had someone steal my credit card. I thought, oh, well, it's not a big deal. I just have my credit card. What what bad can happen? And then yeah, lots, lots could go wrong there. Yeah. This is when I was like 20, you know, didn't really understand like what you could really do with that. And like someone racked up like $3,000 in a day on my credit card. Luckily, the bank was able to basically waive all those fraud and theft charges, but you know, it, 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 it made me realize, wow, this is a powerful tool. And like, if you don't, you know, treat it responsibly. Yeah. You know, it can hurt you. So yeah, I like the, I like the, uh, the way your mom put it. It was, it's like, can you say it, it's like a gun? It can be really good, but it could also kill you essentially. Yeah. And she was, <laughs> she was right. She was right. But you know, that talk really helped me. And then, uh, I had a buddy in college, you know, his parents really didn't give him that, that conversation. So, you know, for you parents out there, it's super important that you and you yeah. kids are getting into credit cards. You really, you know, put that fear in them of like the damage they could do. Uh, yeah. my, my buddy, he, you know, you know him, John. Yeah. Um, he was, we were at San Jose, uh, San Jose State Campus. And, you know, the colleges, this is one big issue is they have all these credit card companies at the college, which they should, I think, ban because I yeah, think well, that's I mean, they're just, preying on, they're preying yeah, on us. They're just preying on the kids. And he literally signed up for a terrible credit card uh, with all kinds of fees for a burrito. He was offered a Lavic burrito. And, <laughs> and he, Wait, John uh, 
Which John? You, uh, you can just say the initial, the initial of the last name. If you, don't uh, name. you. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Literally sense. gave up all his financial information for a free burrito. That's one sounds, of my favorite stories. That sounds like John. <laughs> yeah, that's that's John. Love you, John. Yeah, I love uh, you, buddy. I need to make a make a clarification. When I said I took girls out with a credit card, I meant I took Kimberly out. Okay, Kimberly, uh, that's the only oh, one. <laughs> incri- incriminating stuff on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. If you better clarify that, Sergio, or we we will be. Uh, Sergio will take an abrupt end to the Free Retiree <laughs> Show podcast. He'll go missing, actually. He'll end up on the back of a milk cart. We don't want that. <laughs> oh, man. So let's yeah. talk about uh, credit score. So a lot of people kind of know what a credit score is, but let me give you a little bit more insight. So basically, it's a three-digit number. It's all kinds of like you know definitions of how people define their credit score, but just let's make it simple. It basically shows banks and lenders what your ability is to repay on a debt is. So... It ranges from, you know, 300, which means you suck. That's that's really bad. Up to 850, which is the best, right? And there's two main scores. Uh, there's the FICO, um, and then there's also the Vantage score. And I think the main one that most people are using right now, uh, the three credit bureaus, the main ones, there's Equifax, uh, Experian, and TransUnion. And they take all those three and they generally create a vantage score, which uh, seems like a lot of the banking institutions are using at this point in time. And I'll give you a rundown. This is, if you want to know where you're at, poor, you're right around 300 to 579. A fair credit score is 580 to 669. A good credit score is 670 to 739. I'm good. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the 700s. There you go. And then very good is 740 to 799, and then excellent is 800 to 850. And so for me, you know, I'm going to be giving you guys also my credit check today. So this is a kind of nerve wracking. The credit report that I did, I actually found out areas where I got dinged. So I'm really excited to uh, to share those with you guys. But let's talk about how your credit score is calculated, right? Everyone wants to know that. Like, what do you need to focus on to really get good credit? So number one is your payment history. 35% of your score is going to be basically calculated on payment history. So were you late, right? Very important. Because if you are late, you know, they'll take the percentage of late payments that you've had and it factors into your score. So if you're late, um, you know, even 1% of the time, that's going to be a pretty big ding on your credit. If you're late, you know, even 3% of the time, massive ding on your credit, right? So you do not want to be late when it comes to your credit card payments. Talk, talk about, um, so in, in terms of being late, but not only being late, but what about when you make a purchase, what do you think about waiting for that monthly payment? setting up auto pay and doing that or just paying it right away? I think it all depends on the person. I think setting up some sort of auto pay is extremely important just so you never miss. But for me, I go in every month and I just pay it all manually. It yeah. But I've also thought about like, yeah, just set it up on an auto payment just in case something happens where, you know, I can't pay it off. Uh, maybe I'm out in the wilderness and I don't get reception. So I think it's probably a good 
uh, habit to just make it automatic so you never miss that payment. Um, but you should always be paying your credit card down to zero. I'll go into this in my uh, tips, but just to throw that out there, make sure you're not keeping a revolving balance on your credit card. You know, I've heard all kinds of information out there where I've, I've even heard it from financial professionals where they say, oh, you should keep some revolving debt on your credit cards because it helps. I, I will say that I have not found that to be the case. Um, I am so someone, interesting, man. There's, there's, oh, there's so much uh, nonsense out there then. I feel like I've always been told you should always keep like 10 or 20%, you know, like some, some sort of percentage on your card to keep it. Yeah, man. It's ah, crazy because I've heard so many people say like, oh, you need to have some debt on there because it's going to help your credit score. I'll tell you this. Like I have a really great credit score. Mine, uh, I just took mine. It's 815. Um, it, even in my early 20s, I did it and it was 806. I've always had a pretty good credit score. But I've heard financial people say like, oh, in order to have those, to have an excellent credit score, you need to main, have debt revolving on your credit to have a good score. And I'm like, no, nah, that's, that's just not true because I've never done that. Always yeah. paid off my debts every single month. And, you know, I just found that to be kind of BS. Even a really famous financial guru, Dave Ramsey, very popular. You know, I've heard him say, if you have a high credit score, you know, that's bad because that means you just have debt and you're paying a lot of money to the banks. Just not true. It's just, I have not, I, that is not what I have. My experience is my credit score is solid. And he even tells you that you don't even need credit cards. And I will disagree with him on that as well. Um, I will say there's a lot of financial people out there and a lot of ones that I would classify as, you know, shady or snake oil salesmen. But he's actually one of the good ones. I actually really love a lot of his principles. So I, I think he's a, a great guy to learn from. But I do not agree with his opinions on credit because I think he's got a lot of it wrong. And just from my own experience, I can say, yeah, it's not accurate. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah. So going back to you know how credit is, scores calculated. So we said payment history is 35%. Total amount owed is 30%. So... What they're going to look at is what are your credit limits at, you know, how much credit do you have and how much you're utilizing. So if you are overusing the amount of credit or using it to a high, so maybe you have $1,000 in credit, right? If you're using it, you know, 50% of it every month and they do the uh, review of your credit, that's going to probably ding you because you're using too much. Yeah have a good credit score. You don't want to utilize more than, you know, say 9% of your overall credit, right? Um, that's, what's going to give you the best score, trying to keep, uh, your credit utilization down. Um, then they're going to look at the length of your credit history. That counts for 15% of your score. So how long, uh, so a lot of people say like, well, if you've only had a credit card for, you know, four years, it's, you're not going to get a good credit score. Not true because when I ran my credit, I'd only had it for maybe four or five years and I had an excellent credit score. So, but they do say credit history accounts for 15%. 10% is the types of credit. So they're going to look at, you know, car loans, student loans. And then the other 10% is new credit. So if you apply for a new credit line, that will ding you. Uh, but, it, you know, it only accounts for 10%. So if you're 
credit score really matters. Make sure you don't apply for any new lines of credit in the near term. That sort of thing will recover uh, generally over, you know, six months. That won't be as big a factor, but that's just something to know. When you do apply for a line of credit, it is going to have a ding on your credit score. Yeah, this, all these need to be, as I mentioned earlier, we need to know this when we're 17, 18. Like, because it's like back then, but when I remember when I was in my early 20s, you know, even applying for like a, a phone at Verizon or Sprint, or whatever, they're running your credit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, run my credit. I don't care. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> then it's like i remember doing a credit report it's like oh ding 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 you have tv they're running your credit all these things like and i didn't i didn't realize that it's going to impact me because you're going to go into this later but you know some of the things that you can't do if you have bad credit exactly you know what it, I mean? so yeah it's super important right but here's the thing you know there is two schools of thought there's people that say that you know, your credit score is extremely important. It's one of the most important things in your financial life. And then there's the other new school of thought where people are like, oh, you don't need credit. And I will tell you the answer is somewhere in the middle. It is, I think it, it's helpful to have a good credit score, but it is not the end all be all. It is overrated, right? So a lot of people will tell you that, oh, it's so important to have amazing credit. I meet people all the time that have tons of debt in their name and they're so proud of their credit score. Doesn't mean they have a good financial picture, right? Just generally means that they've been good about paying back their debts. So so they have lots of debt and a bad score or lots of debt and a good score? No, they have lots of debt and a good score. So like Got bragging it. about you know your overall credit score being so amazing really isn't a big deal. I just want people to understand that that is one of those that's a bs thing right a lot of people the society wants you to believe the banks want you to believe that hey you need to have a good credit score you need to have all these credit cards that's what's going to help you and that is just not true like it's it's important to have a good credit score because it makes it easier to buy a car buy a home uh maybe if you're renting and you need to prove that you have good credit to whoever you're renting from that's when it plays a factor but besides that, it is not that important. It is way overblown. That's just my that's my opinion on it. It is way overblown. Some banks will tell you otherwise. They'll be like, no, it's the most important thing in your life. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't believe that. And even if you mess up, and I'll give people hope, even if you mess up with your credit, you know, generally, if you turn things around, change your behavior, become more responsible, in six years, those things will go away. Right. So it is not the end of your life if you have a bad credit. And it is yeah, really not that important, you know, somewhat important. Yeah. I, I think it's if you hold buying a home, is, if that's one of your main goals in life, then I would argue with you, Lee, that it's very credit score is like imperative, right? Like you have to have a good credit score in order to get a, get a home loan. I think during or, that, unless you have cash, you just pay cash. I don't know. Yeah, I would say that if you're in that position where you're going to buy a car or a home, it, you definitely want to have it. It's going to be more helpful. Yeah. Um, you don't actually need it to buy a home. Uh, you can go through uh, a very difficult process without credit, but it makes it so much easier yeah. to have credit. So it is important. So for both schools of thoughts, you know, just summarize the people that say it's not important. 
That's BS. The people that yeah. say it's the most important thing in the world, BS. That right? Makes sense. Hey, I was going to ask you uh, about how many credit cards people have. Or, and does it matter? Is that okay. a good question to ask or no? This, yeah, no, that's a great question. Okay. So should I ask it now? Yeah, we can ask that okay. now. So let's let's talk about that. How many credit cards should you have? I think lines of credit, I can't say specific credit, but different credit lines. I think actually having, you know, multiple lines actually does help you a little bit. It's a low impact sort of thing, right? So actually, okay. I'll go into my credit and I'll tell you where I got dinged. I actually only got dinged in that category. I did not have enough lines of credit, so I got a negative score there, which I thought was really interesting, right? Because, but it it was low impact, right? So I still got you know eight fifteen credit score. That I'm happy with that. But you know, if I had had more lines of credit, I would have actually scored a bit higher. So, and for the listeners, like when we say lines of credit, you're just saying. Different types auto, of credit cards, your, auto loans, your different loans, credit cards, loans, um, yeah, student yeah. loans, that, that sort of thing. So they actually want you to have more of those accounts. But like I will repeat, it's a low impact, right? It's a low impact on the overall score. So yeah. there's a chart that I'll read off of, right? So if you're in the very poor category, your line, your credit lines is zero to five. Uh, poor is six to 10. I was actually in that category. So I got poor for my total lines of credit. Jeez, that sounds like a lot. Right? And then there's fair, which is somewhere between six accounts and 11. Good is 11 to 20. And then 21 different lines is, gets you excellent. That's but like interesting. I, but yeah, that is, I did think that was interesting. But also I will say that it's a low impact thing. The banks push it because they want you to open up lines they of credit. So credit cards. Yeah. I'm not exactly convinced that it's that important. Yeah, sure. You, I took a little bit of a ding on that, but like I said, I got. If it's only a little bit of a ding, it's not worth the potential risk of having 17 exactly. different credit cards. Exactly, you are putting yourself more at risk yeah. by having racking up a whole bunch of debt and having yeah. all those credit cards out there. Yeah, but, it's not worth the risk. Yeah, but still, super interesting, right? Yeah, I, I, that's insane to me. I, I would actually argue that somebody's more stable if they have less lines of credit. Somebody's more trustworthy if like they're not. Yeah, you know, I, Sears, Target, you know, all the different things. And I've been, you know, I've been. I'm not going to say I'm great. Like we have a Target credit card that we probably don't need. We had a Sears credit card that we probably don't need. We've had a bunch of these random cards, and I, I just think I don't know. I don't know the value. Exactly. They, they're, they're, they're overrated, right? But if I look at my credit report, like I said, where I did well was with my payment history. Uh, my utilization rate was low. So, I mean, I have high amount of credit that I can use, but I... Oh, sorry, Lita. Sorry to interrupt you. Talking about utilization, um, what do you say to when... Because uh, I get these emails where they're asking me to uh, uh, increase my line. Like, let's say I have a credit card that has 5000 I'll mm -hmm. get an email. Oh, we want you to increase it to ten thousand. You're doing great. Like, what do you tell these companies? What should people tell these companies when they want to increase their uh, credit limit? All right, great question. So, what I will tell you is, number one, make sure you have your credit 
all the way down to zero, your, your credit balance. So your debt balance. Okay. Make sure you have your debt balance all the way down to zero every single month, right? You can use it during the month, but make sure you are paying it off every single month. So if you're using, and that's the right way to use your credit cards, right? If you're maintaining a balance, like some financial institutions will tell you to do, that is completely one wrong. I, I have not seen how that really does help. I haven't seen the evidence of it, that that myth is out there, but pay it down every single month. That, that That's what's most important. If you're doing that, I will say yes. You probably should increase your credit limits because if you have a higher limit, that's going to help with your overall utilization, right? Going back to the example, if you only have a thousand dollars credit, right, you're spending five hundred. That's going to negatively impact you, right? Because you're yeah. using too much of it. But all of a sudden, you jack that up to twenty thousand, you know, and you only spend five hundred. You're really not utilizing much yeah, to any of it at good. all. So that's going to help sense. your score. Right. So to summarize for me, I had a really solid score. I did good in all the areas except my total accounts, except my total accounts. I didn't have enough. I think I only had seven um, total lines and that just wasn't enough. But like I said, it's low impact. It didn't really, it didn't really hurt me. It's um, not enough for you to like want to go out and get an auto loan for a new Ferrari or something, right? Eight fifteen, baby. Eight fifteen. <laughs> I think I'm like seven twenty ish. I think hmm. last time I checked. You know, and his thing is like you're in the sevens, you're good. Seven fifty and above, I think you're golden, right? If you can stay yeah. seven fifty, you're golden. If you're in the seven hundreds, that's solid. Yeah. So let's let me go into my tips, right? So number one. And I've alluded to this in, in the beginning. Make sure you have an emergency fund, right? You need to have an emergency fund. Three to six months of cash in your checking and savings account before you start using credit cards. Don't be that person that's maintaining a balance on their credit card companies. That's what the credit card companies want you to do. That's how they're going to yeah. make money off of you. Make sure that you have an emergency fund in place. You should not be using credit cards unless you have that three to six months sitting there. Right. Uh, tip number two, don't keep a monthly balance on your credit cards. If you can't pay it off, you shouldn't be using it. So make sure you pay off your balance every month on time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is that, this is that hard one where you have these credit cards with these, these limits and it's like, you almost, I almost see them as ways to pay, pay for things that I can't afford. Yeah, exactly. Which is the wrong, the wrong way to look at a credit card. That's what the credit card companies want. They want you to look yeah. at it like, yeah, it's free because you have all the credit. It's not. It's yeah. it's going to get you in some trouble. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Number three, hard inquiries, right? So those are, you know, also what we talked about when you apply for other lines of credit. Those things can hurt you, right? So you need to be aware of that. So if credit's important to you, be wary of that. You should not like do that credit line at that point in time or you know apply for extra credit because that's gonna that might hurt you in the short term you know if your credit score is important to you make sure you're not doing that within you know six months of running your score uh next tip become an authorized user on someone else's credit if your score isn't good right so that's one way to immediately boost your score so 
you know, for example, maybe you're a husband and wife and one of you has good credit and the other one doesn't. The one that doesn't, they can become an authorized user on the other spouse's uh, credit card and that will be an instant boost. Should be close to an instant boost to their credit score. So that's a little tip. And then the last tip, and we talked about this before, raise your credit card limits, right? If you raise up those limits, that's going to help your score, right? Those are my tips. Yeah, I think it's super helpful, man. I think all these tips need to be documented. Um, I'm definitely going to teach my kids at a young age about this stuff because I think while it's not going to wreck your life, it can really make your life difficult. Um, my wife and I, Kimberly and I went through a period where we were both like, I think I was in the like high sixes. And I, once I saw my report, I realized somebody had gotten hold of my credit card. Oh no. One of my credit cards. And there was like a Sam V Patterson or something. And it racked up like over $10,000. And I never, so this, I think they got hold of my social. I know we haven't really talked about social security numbers and how it's like they can just open credit cards, but it was just crazy. But anyways, um, we went, we actually paid somebody to help us fix um, some of these issues. Um, So that's the only other thing I'd add is like, there's also people you can, people that focus on repairing credit um, for anybody that's in really bad situations. Yeah. And you know, another thing you can do is, uh, if you're in that situation where maybe you haven't had a good experience with credit and you're trying to get it fixed, you know, um, getting a secure credit card, right, is some is a good place to start, right? You, it has a, a amount of money that you can utilize on there, and that can be a start to helping people repair their credit if they've had, you know, a bad past experience. So that's something to also be aware of. So, you know, just summarize, you know, having good credit, is important, but it's not the holy grail, right? If you're in a position uh, in a position where you need to buy some real estate, buy uh, an automobile, maybe you're trying to rent, they they could come into play, and it could be very important. But besides yeah. that, just because you have an awesome credit score really doesn't mean anything. What's a what's a good what's like the best way to check your credit score? You said you ran. I think you did a FICO's credit check, or what's the best way? Like I said before, and there's, there's, there's two different Credit Karma. Yeah, so uh, that's what I use. I use I use Credit Karma, um, okay. but remember, there's two two different ways. There's you know two different scoring main scoring methods. There's FICO, your FICO score, and then there's Vantage Point. Okay. And basically, you know, that's taking the three major credit bureaus and they come up with your score. You know, Credit Karma was good. I had a good experience with that one, but there's all there's all kinds. Uh, but I think that's a reputable one that you can go to. Nice. Stuff, man. This was this was great. Awesome. All right, that's all we got for today. Thank you for tuning in with us. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, 
Member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson and Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Security America companies. Securities America Incorporated, Security America Advisors, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Third-party sourced information comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook Incorporated. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.